Hey, it's Ross Payton. We're playing Bubble Raider. We're playing Armitage Files! Season 2. It's been for damn ever. It's been <laughs> moments. I got uh, married. Just meet you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the players got married. Uh, okay, so a bit of a delay. Something, some slight happened. Other yeah. things have happened. <laughs> Things of a nature, like Christmas. But yep. at any rate, uh, yeah, so Armitage. Are we just in a coma and we wake up somewhere in a pain in hell? No. <laughs> it feels like that should happen. Silly uh, Aaron. The, uh, I, kids. I forget the exact circumstances. It was in the previous episode, but the second uh, document has appeared, the second letter from Dr. Armitage. And we're going to say it's about a week after the conclusion... Of your previous escapades. At the insane uh, asylum. Yes. <laughs> Would anyone care to... Yeah, I, I was... Instead of doing the recap myself, I like to uh, throw it out there and see what you guys remember. So, what was... Yeah. Uh, what was that escapade? I spent a lot of time hiding in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, were trying uh, you to and get... Kelly. There was a basement. <laughs> there was a basement and creaky stairs. And creaky stairs. Uh, I can't remember the guy's died. name, but he was the one who the financiers, the financier of the uh, Austin Cottrell. Yeah. Austin Cottrell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of stuff that happened after that. Though. Yeah, he was using yeah. um, drugs was. to open up the the pineal gland mm-hmm. of the of people that allowed them to perceive and summon extra dimensional bad things uh-huh. and uh, we caught him in the act of doing that and then the bad thing showed up <laughs> and started flaying people uh, we, we yep. kind of skedaddled on out kind of we kind of <laughs> ran away I <laughs> uh, can't remember what happened control did he make it or not uh you don't know okay we ran out before that happened. it was also yeah. the cannibal house that's well, true. that was that was a, 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 an aside. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I I meant like the scenario <laughs> yeah. in general. The previous three sessions, just getting an idea of what you guys. Took uh, yeah, to we were looking club. into. Yeah, the, the overall plot is figuring out whether these files are real or not, and they seem to be mm-hmm. not yeah. a hoax. So we're, now we're trying to figure All out right. what is causing these things. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we're digging into the things that they mention, and we keep finding weird supernatural stuff. So we're digging and digging without an end in sight. Yep. Hopefully we'll have a better plot than Lost. We already do, so let's keep up the streak. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Hey, at least huh? we admit there's no... It's, 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 not a low, it's not a high bar, Bill. <laughs> I haven't seen a single polar bear yet, so... Yeah. All right. <laughs> We might get a fog monster. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, that was a, that would be the good part of Lost. Yeah, take the good stuff. Yeah, no, that's fine. Just nothing from last season. <laughs> okay. Don't have us wake up in an airport in L.A. <laughs> I don't know. That could be interesting. We might do that. You have to go you back to Ark of Ross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the second document has appeared. Uh, you guys offline time have looked over it selected some leads to go after but before that some fun stuff um we're using the uh rough magics rules from that uh, little supplement that advances magic a little bit so uh three characters have bought in with magic points and uh i graciously decided since it was the three characters that uh in the lead-in uh scenario decided to take the liao drug uh, that without making a test, they all know Compound Liao, the spell. Uh, <clears throat> so we can make drugs. Yes, you can make drugs. <laughs> um, you can make mythos timey-wimey drugs. And then looking through the notes that you filched from the uh, Kingsport Yacht Club, uh, after taking some time to correlate the contents, uh, you discover in a cipher another spell that's hidden. 
Uh, this spell is called the Filter of the Devouring Worm. Filter like P-H-I? Yes. Uh, now, you can choose whether or not to... I will talk about this spell a little bit. You can choose whether or not you want your character to learn it. Uh, every spell, when you want to try to learn it, takes a stability test. Okay. okay. So, keeping that in mind. But Do we stability, have any idea of sanity. Yeah. That's what I'm about to... Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, oh, my stability isn't that good either. <laughs> right. <laughs> this spell uh, transforms any handwritten document on paper into an ingredient in an ingested potion. The process completely destroys the original document, resulting in a concoction that is bitter, acrid liquid, the color and consistency of blackstrap molasses. Ugh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the filter, the resulting filter, can be consumed by anyone, including the caster. Caster. After half an hour of incapacitating nausea, the user experiences a vivid hallucination from the point of view of the being who composed the document. <laughs> the hallucination occurs quickly, but from the user's subjective viewpoint may seem to encompass hours or even days of experience. On its conclusion, the user vomits copiously and is incapacitated for an hour. For the next 12 hours, the difficulty of all general tests increases by one. Consuming a dose costs three stability. Uh, so do you have to destroy the entire document in order to make it? Yes. Or, okay. But yeah. you could make a copy. Okay. I mean, you could yeah. write out a copy. Try to, let's pour in arbiters. Let's go for that. <laughs> no, no, you should do it. I love that idea. You can learn it. <laughs> so, I dare you. Who wants to learn Filter of the Devouring Worm? Or, Mo- <laughs> or uh, Melissa? Uh. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> so you don't have to. You I don't will. have to drink it. One of us could drink it. Okay, I have to go buy this because you don't even is... have to use it. What does it cost me to learn it? A stability roll. I better not. <laughs> no, remember it's a, just a D. You have to just roll a four or better on a DC. Yeah. Oh, that remind like. Did our stuff reset? Yeah. Right. So you have had time to contact your. Uh, Sources, sources of stability. stability. Yeah. So I'm totally stable? Yeah, you can take your oh. stability back to its rating. Uh, let's go... We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll table the stable. spell discussion. Actually, let's go ahead and finish that. So yeah, okay. who wants to... Uh... I wrote on my character yeah, and I yeah. have to learn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excited by the smallest scraps of antiquity. <laughs> okay. This is, a, this is a fascinating uh, You guys study. both roll stability. I got to die. Let's see how Are much it hates yeah, me. Yeah, I'm doing it. I need okay. it. Okay. Uh, there you go. Well, I failed. A lot. All right. I got five. No problem. I'm off the table. Uh, six. Okay, Ross lose four. Ooh. Holy shit. Everybody else, you're fine. Woo! And uh, you learn the spell. I go wrong. Ross does too, but you yeah. lost four. <laughs> 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 How are you guys? You feel like I'm on a seesaw. <laughs> Your mind reels at the idea of... Absorbing. Just, yeah, the, yeah. The fact that even just a written document could contain such a connection to a person's consciousness. It makes you think of all the things you've written and all the people that might be holding those things now and what it would be like if they knew what you knew. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, So I put in my will, burn all my books. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, so yeah, since everybody did uh, get in contact with sources of stability, let's just take a trip around the table. Tell me who you talked to, what you talked about. 
Melissa. I spend some time in the Word of God. The Bible is one of my sources of stability. Okay. Particularly what? Revelation. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I right. felt drawn. Close to textual oh. reading. I, I figured it would have been Ecclesiastes, so. <laughs> no, that's for later. Yeah. Um, I took my little sister and our butler, Alf, Alfred, and we went to uh, the family man's at the seaside, where we had a little mini vacation. All right. Mini vacation. <laughs> A holiday <laughs> by the sea. I composed a lovely letter to Miss Savannah Rowe and then spent a few hours polishing up Nancy and making sure she was well oiled and ready for use. <laughs> Nancy's a gun. <laughs> BT does. Bringing a whole new definition to gun fun. <laughs> you and Lucille, too. David and Lucille. So. Um, oh, yeah, we have our little things. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Philip had had a little bit of enough of this and decided to at least spend, that's well, like a few weeks up in a uh, mountain cabin with his wife, just alone away from the books, so. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to black. It's a beautiful... <laughs> I don't have any. Yeah, uh, grab a note card and make okay. a new one. <laughs> uh, I went out hunting and killed some ducks with my, my friend, my hunting buddy, uh, Phil Smith. All right. Killing things made me feel better. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> like drink the America. America. <laughs> I need more silencers for my shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you have selected uh, three different leads that you're interested in, in investigating. Uh, the Helping Hand Society, the Circle Right Lodge, and you uh, want to chase after the tome, The Tears of Azathoth. So, um, yes. right. Uh, after a little cursory research, you find that uh, the Circle Right Lodge is uh, a Masonic organization. It's what's called an appendant lodge, which means that it's not, you know, part of the normal, the sort of main line rights of masonry, of which there are a couple in the U.S. and they don't come exactly in mind. But at any rate, this is sort of like a secret club inside the secret club. Um, so you know you would either have to, if you wanted to directly interface with it, uh, be or impersonate a master mason. Uh, it's really like skulls and crossbones and an Ivy League. Or, well, yeah, I mean, really, it's it's more like mason's lodges by their nature tend to be pretty locally focused so uh yeah from the outside that's all you can really know um but if you're yeah the helping hand society is a uh, mutual aid society uh that is organized in a chapter structure across the united states uh both it and the circle right lodge um are localized in ipswich massachusetts which is up the road from kingsport famed of a historical society, also. Um, and, well... Do we know what they do? Uh, they essentially collect charity, and uh, from what you can find on the national front, while, while each local chapter is given free reign to do what charitable work they see fit, mostly um, they contribute money uh, <coughs> to childhood diseases. So it's a very loose march Stopping. of dimes analog. Yeah. 
stopping the disease. Yes. Not <laughs> <laughs> Good year, kids. Diseases yeah. have some money. Yeah. yeah. As for the Tears of Azathoth, you uh, spend some time uh, in your library of choice, probably uh, the Miskatonic. library of Miskatonic, and can find really nothing of note on it. Uh, but, yeah. Well, uh, anybody else who wants to throw something in, feel free. Uh, this is, as far as this particular point, I'm going to freeform it a little more. If you guys have a particular direction you want to take your research... No, in, no. In terms of finding tears, does this mean like, well, can I spend a point of library use to get additional, try to find more of a lead for tears of Azeroth, or is that has that been tapped dry? Um, or do I'm going to say library specific? use doesn't apply here. Okay. Um, so what what you can find um, without a point spend, just by applying library use. Um, as you research esoterica, and this is sort of a thing you already knew, but you're getting the feeling this is the sort of thing, while there are, of course, you know, the more major rare tomes, the big finds, the Necronomicons, the Unexpected Colton, and what have you. Yeah. Um, it's, bless you? It's actually it's a, German, <laughs> it's a German dish. Yeah. Um, there are, of course... Any number of, you know, even rarer tomes, which this might be among, which don't typically find their way into libraries. They tend to be matters of private collections. So the long and short of it being, you probably have to know somebody okay. for this. Like a certain, like a London bookseller. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, is there a particular name attached nope, to the, there is Okay. Not. Um... But, Aaron, you're an antiquarian, aren't you? Yes, so I probably uh, have the contacts for that. Yeah, you do, actually. Um, fairly, you consider him a fairly good friend down in Boston. Um, okay. He's more of a dealer in Exotica. Um, hmm. uh, what's his name? His name, uh, he goes by uh, the title Swami, and the name he's given to you is Chandra Gupta. Okay. Uh, he... You, you you imagine he's affecting an air of uh, of Indian uh, mysticism to make him to make his wares more appealing. Uh, it, I mean, the '30s were a very you know exotica focused era. Uh, he's the times you've met. He's a man who goes around in you know the sort of high necked suits that you associate with uh, the Indian culture. Kind of high caste uh, businessman. Right? Yeah, wears a enormous mustache and beard. Gupta or Guptra? Gupta. Yeah. And uh, you've never seen him but what he was wearing gloves. Hmm. He's not human. He's legit. <laughs> uh, um, what, have my, uh, what have my dealings with, uh, been with him? Have he been fairly courteous or... Have... Incredibly cordial. Uh, were, were it not just for the, uh, you know, sort of social strictures... <laughs> Of a, of a rather, you know, racially insensitive era, you would count him among your friends. Okay, so probably have gone through a couple of spirited haggles when coming mm -hmm. into with mm -hmm. certain tomes, or at least maybe a game of trying to pass a purported, uh, a slight purported rare find onto each other, only to find out mm -hmm. it's a worthless piece of crap. Yep, so. pretty much. So, okay, I can at least try to call him and okay. see if he might have come through with anything. So... Ah. McKay, McKay, my friend, 
What can I do for you? Uh, so, oh, uh, I was wondering, uh, what I actually call him Swami or Gupta? I'm trying to think. So, uh, 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 I'll go with this. Yeah, I found myself in possible needs of the, the magics of the Swami. <laughs> so <laughs> You have called the right man. As I always have. have. Um, <laughs> so, unless the operator disconnects me to that old woman, which it's happened at least twice, but... I'm not going to hold that against her this time. So, um, I did have a question. We, my friends and I are currently um, kind of on a research sabbatical. Uh, we're looking, uh, like looking through a couple of other tomes right now to kind of uh, track down at least... Uh, we have a couple other books that we've come across that have been making mention of a particular uh, volume that I'm interested in called The Tears of Azathoth. Have you, has that uh, book ever come across your uh, storefront? I have heard mention of such a thing, but while I do not have it myself, I have some items that may help you in your search. Perhaps you should call. So on me, not okay. on the phone. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Right Bring now. your friends. <laughs> so, I'd like to bring meet your them. friends. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, free, uh, well, zero spend assessed honesty is. Does is this sound like his normal jovial tone of. Uh, or, yeah. or, or, I'm so tempted to spend my one point, but I think I should say that. It, it, it won't, like. You. Not only are you convinced he's being yeah. truthful, he's being truthful. Okay. He's, he is being straight up with okay. you. Okay. Oh, it seems that's. That's serious, so. Um, well, I just believe that what I have on hand may be of some help to you. So, well, I, I appreciate it. You've yet to steal me wrong, except yeah. it's like except that. except for that. Uh, it's like except for that one uh, Homer original. <laughs> so the only reason uh, you got that off to me is because you gave me the really good bourbon that day, my friend. Uh, so. Your constitution has been. So, so good to my pocket. I'm, I'm fully aware of that. So we will be up there shortly. So see you soon, my friend. All right. It's all fun and games now, but then the screaming will start. <laughs> hey, you leave him alone. If he's on me, uh, we've done a lot of good business. Unless I get a stock, then feel free. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. So off to Boston? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to Boston, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Is there anyone who would like to do something other than go to Boston? Uh, I mean, the, the helping hand thing, that seems like a team effort first. And, mm-hmm. you know. and so does the Circle Rights Lodge. Like, yeah. there's some yeah. serious infiltration. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, any. I suppose we could stay and do research. Or we could just, you know, do our usual thing. Set the building on fire, shoot anyone who comes out. <laughs> that's that's math. Sounds Ross. good to me. Oh, yeah. I took yeah. a point in firearms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're bringing, you're bringing Margo back in spirit. <laughs> so, she was I know, but yeah. since Anne's not here, we anyway. need to... Actually, uh, Jason, uh, or, yeah. Tibio. Yes. <laughs> Deputy Tibio. <laughs> we, will, we will strive to use character names because it's more immersive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, with a cult, uh, and, you know, having come from, well... Well, the South isn't particularly conducive to secret societies, ones that mostly have to do with middle-class businessmen. <laughs> have you watched True Detective? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The entire... Se- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Yes. Not a trail. You're, you're... <laughs> okay, let me reframe that. <laughs> There's one secret society that's really popular in the South, and it's not the Masons. Yeah. They have a different outfit. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Um, also the kitchen. You have, you know, you have across various investigations had friendly interactions with, uh, you know, Masonic members, and uh, you actually are fairly sure that with a little bit of research, uh, you happen to know, might be able to figure out how to pass yourself off as a yourself or someone else if you so chose uh, as a traveling member of an order who's, you know, of an appropriate right to at least visit as a guest. Okay. Um, It has helped you. (laughs) They always have free beer, so it's something you've done in the past. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. All right. So, So, yeah. Um, Well, we can do that next. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, Boston... Uh, you head on in there, and you head to uh, the Swami's storefront, which is, of course, hung with, you know, amongst uh, the antiques and what have you, uh, prints of various Hindu deities and the like, and uh, the scent of incense pervades the air, as does the uh, tinkling of some, you know, small chimes as you enter the shop. So, be, be warned, if he does offer you the chai, it's very delicious, but he, again, he, he tends to favor bourbon in some of those classes. I learned that the hard way. Bourbon and chai. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, so nice of you to come visit me. So, I do, so, always, it's like, always a pleasure. Indeed. So... Um, I would ask, do we have a private, uh, can, do we have a private area that we can speak in? Is there anyone else in the store right now? Uh, no. Okay. You've come fairly late in the evening, okay. as it were, and I was about to close, as it were, so, uh, how about I just lock the door here and turn the sign and... Turn off the lights and you yeah. won't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll go back to the door. Like, like, yeah. Just kidding. hard for me killing the party. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, so you, us like, these are all my friends, so, mm-hmm. um, looks like, uh, Dr. Banyan. Introductions are made. So, but, uh, you said that you did have some items that would be in, interesting in relation to this year's Vasathoth. Yes, well, that's a very interesting, uh, title to be looking after, and... I can only assume if you're entangled with such a thing that you've begun to become aware of certain larger truths. Hmm? That's a fair way to start. <laughs> that's, that's, you you may say aware. that we have not to indulge too much because of, uh, while well, concerning the privacy of who, uh, like the per- person we are helping, um, we, we have seen things. Some things have not defined explanation. Wow. Well, I've often wondered. You you had the the air about you of one who might fall into such dealings. Uh, really? Well, yes. Well, yeah, uh, it looks like a player character. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I see your halo. Yep. 
Um, Can't help but notice that green status bar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am a student of such matters to a certain degree myself, and if you are interested, you or any of your companions, uh, if you are interested, I I could help you be a mentor of sorts in uh, how to apply the workings of such things. Like magic? Well, that's truly a a crude and... I I beg all your pardons, but that's a a rather crude and and somewhat barbaric approach to it. Uh, I take it that you would see it more as an undisclosed scientific discipline. Perhaps, yes. The what? Uh, the, the higher, the higher maths. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think... The geometry uh, not known by me? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, here. I, sh- I should just show you. Uh, Snake hands. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, he brings out a large uh, book with, a, with an engraved <laughs> cover that proclaims it to be the Enchiridion of Al-Sahai. Fuck. It's fine. Uh, Please say again. The Enchiridion yeah. of Al Sahai. Enchiridion, which is a fancy word for book. <laughs> it is very fancy word. Yeah, for book. Uh, while I could, this is a priceless work, and I could not gift it to you it must remain within my shop i, I wouldn't expect you to it is it is if you're beautiful. not pressed for time if you have no other engagements this evening uh, any other, other, <laughs> other than our hotel and sleep for the for our further investigations um We're well fine. again you know me my friend i am fully uh, it's like i am always up for this yeah we can so. do the pub crawl some other time <laughs> tonight we'll stay in and read yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, we'll need the prop. We'll need the prop tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So uh, I will say for this one, um, he can uh, realize two more points of magic potential for anyone who has that many. Um, and under his guidance, you uh, won't have to make a stability test for the book. Um, but. But. <laughs> there are also, he tells you, I mean, this is not just a matter, this book is not merely a matter of the principles of divining such esoterica. There are practical examples. For while it is good to develop one's cap- one's capacity, one also needs channels by which to uh, to realize that capability. So, hey, you know what, we can talk about that part later out of character um, um when we, we decide what spells are pot- potentially in that book unless you know you just happen to know about anything uh shriveling shriveling <laughs> 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 no, this isn't a shriveling kind of game God damn. is there a veiling spell 
Uh, or like a distraction spell. Like a look over there. <laughs> or like a really good disguise. Oh no, they're actually there it is. It's called summon fire fire vampire. Oh <laughs> yeah, that is very look over there. I would like to name that what the hell is that? Everything yeah. is on yeah. fire and it's alive and it wants to destroy you. I wanna learn that one. Um Oh and just to it's clarify, really distracting. Uh Bill, if for magic uh, we can learn spells up to our level of magic, right? No, you can learn any spell you come in contact with. Okay, I just want to make sure that if yeah, you said up to magic, so if we learn that, do we gain two more points of magic, or you, it's just... you can realize two more points of potential. Okay, so we can add. Also, two more. you could learn these sp- spells, which I'm gonna say. Um, do do do. Put it on a random table. Come on. <laughs> Not quite. This is um, a DCC. God. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah. write three down on cards, then we have to randomly draw. Ooh, Ooh. okay, That's yeah. a great idea, Melissa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh. huh. Okay, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to need a pen, not a Sharpie, because you oh, guys okay. can totally see oh, through that. Sorry. Um, well, here's another one, and then here's another one, and then there's another one. Do you want a pen? Oh, I got it. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's daily doodle was a cupcake. You have daily doodles there? Mm-hmm. So before that was screen. <laughs> and before that was daytime. Daytime. And before that was so, uh, started with a mustache dude. That wasn't part of the deal. I need one more Nine. that seemed like a really, really great idea. Summon Azathoth? Yes, Summon Azathoth. Always that will give us the tears of Azathoth. It's the right way. Oh yeah, tears. It's that's right what you way. get for him. Exactly. There it is. Oh. <laughs> okay. So while the previous spell you got to find out the uh, the function generally before you decided whether to try to learn it or not. You're not going to for this. You have to decide based on name alone. <coughs> choose your fate. Oh, okay. So we choose our fate and we have to decide based on the name of it. Yeah. Okay. Through, well, totally through his met. tailored instruction, mm-hmm. you each receive a different portion of wisdom. So, Melissa, what did you get? Hyperspace gate. So do you want to learn hyperspace gate? Yes. Okay. Roll. Oh. <laughs> Um, nope. Much nopes. I rolled a one. Mm, two stability. Okay, I can handle it. But you learn hyperspace gate. Uh, and here, after we settle everybody's, I will tell you what that does. Can you? Aaron? You to trade. I'm not trading. I'm yeah. just going <laughs> to trade. Hold so, your horses, um, man. Oil of Al- Alhazard. Alhazard. Okay, would you like to learn the oil of Alhazard? Obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you include learn in that type, that sentence? Scraps of, uh, excited by the smallest scraps of antiquity. Uh, three. Okay, so you will lose two. Okay. Uh, do, uh, D-H-O, uh. The do-na formula? Do-na, yeah. All right. I made it. You passed this time. Yeah. Lose one anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Bill. <laughs> this is what it's like, Ross. This is what it's like. I don't like it. 
I'll take it out on all your next characters. <laughs> oh, okay. Hyperspace gate. Creates a gate joining two points through hyperspace. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, you can only create gates where two points you have seen. Does seen mean like I see However, a star in the sky? Can I, mm, <laughs> I see the moon? Actually, could the you... moon would be possible <laughs> if inadvisable. Okay, what if you look at a photograph of a place or a postcard? No, but if you see it in a dream or vision, <gasps> so you can buy the postcard, drink it. <laughs> if that guy, no, if the guy who took the photo, yeah, he would have seen it. Yes. So, uh... Suddenly, I'm really excited that I took magic. <laughs> Also a little scared. Okay, so we eat I'm the postcard. <laughs> we hallucinate that we draw a circle and we go on vacation. This is amazing. <laughs> so the destination need not be in. Well, never mind. Lang, you don't know Lang, about Lang, that yet. Lang. <laughs> um, need not be in the. Well, yeah, I can speculate. But. Right. Um. So. This is the cost, which uh, normally... So, spells. Here's the basics of how they work. You have to make a stability roll to cast it. And then past that, there's a cost in points. You can't use the... Ma- you can't use magic points to make the roll. Mm-hmm. But you can spin them one for one with stability points. Okay. For the cost? For the cost. I see. So, this one costs, at a base, two stability or four health. Wow. Which doubles per increment of distance. Two stability gets you continental. Four would get you global. Eight would get you interplanetary. Sixteen would get you interstellar. Thirty-two would get you intergalactic. I'm going to be the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) You know that means you're the villain in this part (laughs) Helen Doolittle, that's the villainous name It is It it takes one hour to cast Although If you have Physics It takes only ten minutes Or you have the assistance of someone with physics And with a spend of physics You can cast it in one minute Okay. You are to bet you already spent your build points. Or did you? You could learn some physics. No, I already did. Okay. Well, there will be more build points eventually. Yeah. Don't you worry. If you survive. <laughs> yep. The Dona formula. Yeah. This incantation allows the caster to behold the inner city at the two magnetic poles of the Earth. And from that vantage point to see other arcane locations, planets, realms, abysses, and dimensions of being. So he has, he has far sight into the hollow Earth? The Dona formula crosses the ultimate gulf between space and time. So you could see any lost lands that you happen to become aware of. That sounds really not good for one sanity. <laughs> Agreed. None of these. <laughs> so you could actually see Neither it and then she can take us. So. No, well, because she hasn't seen it. But if he wrote down and... something while he was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I see a really messed up place. Here, eat it. <laughs> Alright, guys. Oh no, you make it into a, a, a drink. You drink it, then we'll go. I saw my ability. I don't know that. Oh, no, you have the you have the the uh, oil. The, the, filter. the filter. The filter. Yeah, the, the devouring worm. Well, you, you all do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't you? We yeah. all you all learned that. Um, so do, yeah. the don't off. Yeah. Sorry, questions. Okay, you're so funny. Yeah, no, sorry. go for it. Uh, so targeting, like, how does it work? Like, do oh. I have to pick a specific like place that I want to perceive. Yes. Or? Okay. 
And it's all. Are there any limitations on what I can or can I? It you must be aware of it. I, I mean, must, must be, be an actual thing. Uh, so it for very loose definitions of actual okay. thing. So and it does does it have to be like a lost land or could it be like New Jersey, which is. If you wanted to see New Jersey, okay. you certainly The depths could. of New Jersey. Although, <laughs> yeah. You really should use a hyperspace gate to get to New Jersey, yeah. because the Donau formula costs three stability and one sanity. Ooh. Yeah, and you can't saying. replace the sanity with magic. Nope. Yeah, that's um, a, not going to be doing that much. Furthermore, uh, the action of the Donau formula is such that it creates an entirely localized hyperspace gate... That transports you to that place for one sidereal day. Holy. Sidereal day? Sidereal. Uh, Sun based. Uh, okay, sir. One Earth hours. day. Okay, sir. One of your Earth days. <laughs> okay. So I don't just see it, I go there. I take a little trip. Yes, uh, but incorporeally, so uh, you probably can't be harmed. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Except for my sanity, that could totally be harmed. Yep. Best not to chance it. No. Yeah. All right. You know, the, uh, the oil of Alhazred <laughs> is actually an alchemical formula uh, repeatedly used by Abdul Alhazred to invoke the visions and dreams that he transcribed into the Necronomicon. Its ingredients are various and subtle, involving killing and rendering the fat and aqueous humor of some horrific mythos creature. So, you know, you can't cast this one super freely, but... You'll have opportunities. When we can. Yeah. Oh my god. Here, shrug, shrug. <laughs> <laughs> Once a lamp is burning with the oil of Alhazred, it gives off vaporous light that curls around the face, especially the eyes and nostrils of its user. By this light, the user can do one of these things. Examine a mythos artifact and receive a vision related to its use, manufacturer, or dedication. Or... Examine a depiction of a mythos god or creature and receive a vision of that god or creature in its true form. Oh. Or see the invisible warpings <laughs> or lines of force in indicating the presence of a gate, planar contact, immaterial monster, hypergravitic idol, alien meteor, etc. In game terms, it's an automatic successful use of sense trouble with regards to mythos things. <clears throat> and. <laughs> but wait, there's more! <laughs> receive additional insights from the study of mythos tomes. What this means is if you are skimming a mythos book while under the effects of the oil of Alhazred, mm -hmm. uh, you get its relevant insight without spending Cthulhu mythos. While pouring over a mythos book by this eerie uh, lambency adds plus one to the book's Cthulhu mythos rating bonus. So it either protects you a little bit from going insane or helps you go insane faster. It's Mythos Adderall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. So what's the cost of making this? Uh, three stability to compound. And two stability plus two other points from a relevant pool. Anthropology, art history, Cthulhu mythos, languages, etc. To use. Uh, the time to create it is seven bright, sunshine-filled days to blend. Five minutes to light and use. Nice. Indeed. So, I'm going to be um, using the... I'm going to be co-opting the lab for well, a while. you need a mythos creature. Yeah. I could, yeah. We, I, I need a shoggoth and a blender. You <laughs> so, uh, talk amongst yourselves about the possibilities that have been uh, thrown open to you. Uh, so, we do have... 
Let's see here. So in order to figure out, yeah, there are big, like, we have no other ideas is to eat one of the letters uh, from Armitage and just find out who, who has been writing it. Uh, that seems... Uh, Highly dangerous. Yeah, yeah, so also maybe... Also really effective. Yeah, really <laughs> effective. And then if you do it, if you're the one, who, then you could uh, open a gate to whoever's doing it and we could just, you know, shortcut this real quick. Uh, <laughs> be a real short campaign probably because <laughs> we're not ready uh, I don't know if it would be that straightforward I feel yeah. like somehow things would get derailed I guess like, so we could throw Tim through and just let him blast everything in there. speaking of him though he can pass himself off as a yeah so yeah I think like that, Mason, let's, so. let's, let's work our way up to that point <laughs> that's a great I feel like it's great that we have a plant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are definitely like, the like closing scene. These are definitely like <laughs> options of last resort. Um, also, if one of us dies or goes crazy, that plan is gone. Yeah, because we don't know that spell. Well, we all have the eat, book eating one, uh, but the hyperspace gate. <laughs> oh, just everybody, here. write down. Yeah. The spell you just learned. Yeah. Write down your notes on how to do it. Oh. And then. Whoever dies, if anybody dies. Well, remember, you only get to you basically. It's you see a hallucination of the person who wrote that book, who wrote that. But like in and you get their like state of mind and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, so in the case that we needed to learn it, there would be a written record that we could. Um. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we learned all these three new spells from the Swami, so you'd have to convince them to learn. So. Oh right. Well, but I I was just thinking like if you wrote it all down then. You're getting because it's like from the perspective of that person yeah. who already knows that yeah. spell. Well, we so, get, like, yeah, we get information about what happened to that person, but we wouldn't. Necessarily. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's yeah let's not go start with that. Let's work our way up, our way uh, up to that. Um, so yeah, I think um, we don't have anything concrete leading us to the tears of Azeroth right, right now. Well, yeah. scene's not over yet. But okay, like, so. Uh, Thibodeau and Violet, were you guys, were you joining in the, uh, you know, incense-filled seance and all that? Like, obviously, yeah, you don't have any magic potential to fulfill, and if you wanted to look at spells, you could, but... Yeah, I'm kind of always into seances. Okay. So so, so you're just hanging out as a seeker, kind of? So with the spell, do we get the magical, uh, do we have to succeed in this ability to get the magical potential, or does it just come... The magic, like, the magic potential, and the spells are completely separate. They just okay. happen to be happening at That's the same time. Okay, so we will get that, and I can. Yes, yeah, you that. get you get the magic potential. So you, I think, what you six. could potentially have, yeah, five or six fulfilled at this point. Yeah. Six, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, so I just want to make sure uh, if it wasn't, or if there was another cost that I needed to go through. Nope, on that, you're so. good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So after that, uh, the Swami pours water on the sensors or however they're actually dampened. I don't know, but that's what I'm deciding <laughs> to, uh, to dampen the incense. And, uh, says, well, my friends, I hope what you have gleaned from this evening will help to prolong your lives. Uh, and the dangers that you may <laughs> come, into fa- <laughs> come into contact with. I, no, I fear in, in the interest of full honesty, I may have, misled you somewhat, but I hope you will see that it was for greater cause. Uh, I do not know per se of such a thing uh, as the Tears of Azathoth. While I've seen it referenced before, well, I'll more about that momentarily, but 
by its very name and by the limited references I've seen to it, I understand what sort of things you're going to be dealing with. And so I thought, perhaps, as I get on in years and reach the end of my own encounters with such forces, that perhaps it was time for me to pass on a little of that wisdom. I no, I feel honored that you, uh, that you saw us fit to at least glean these uh, these facts from you because what we have seen, uh, to say the least, we feel ill prepared to at least what uh, for what we have already encountered. Well, I hope you know a little something more now. Now, to your particular question, while I have seen in in some unknown unknowable even tomes references to such a thing I, I they're too scattered they they don't follow any they don't make any sort of sense they don't correlate well so i'm left to think that it is some sort of mental sickness that is is the effect of powers far beyond mortal kin on, on the minds of mortals that it is some sort of shared hallucination well, a mass hysteria that affects us all? Well, not a mass hysteria, of course. There are not a mass of people who know such things, but those who delve into them occasionally become convinced that there is such a thing and seek after it, often to their own ruin. So, while you certainly can come back here and we can discuss these sort of matters any time, I would certainly say do not seek the tears of Azathoth. But if you were, <laughs> where were? But uh, where was? Where? What should we avoid the most then? If we're wanting to avoid the tears of Azathoth, avoid thinking on it. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, do you know any London booksellers uh, <laughs> that deal in the occult? <laughs> I would know that. Uh, that's true. Uh, McKay and I both are fairly well acquainted with some. I'm sure he could. Put you in contact as well as I could. Not going to sit here and answer me. I've been in here, sitting here. Well, I don't know if you know everybody that he does. I might have blacked out while reading this book, but I'm still here. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. You're both pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, I fear that, the, again, the person who requires our aid, that is, uh, the tears of Asathoth lies directly in our path. So. Well... I, my suggestion to you then would be to try to discern some manner of shielding your own minds from its influence. From yeah. Mm. Uh, Any suggestions I, there? <laughs> well, uh, another evening, perhaps one not so late, we could I could introduce you to the beginnings of such meditations, ways in which to steel oneself against such thoughts. Mm. I think that would be appreciative, but I, I but I do fear that we've taken too much of your time. So. Oh, you're always welcome, McKay. So, well, and can I interest you in another Homer original? So, I would. Uh, it's like unless you. Uh, it's like a credit rating. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like unless I see an. Uh, no, I'm not falling for another copy of the Odyssey in well, in what you claim to be Syrian. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this trick in the book. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you'll be hearing from us again soon. Indeed. Yeah. May the prolonged of life watch over you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Yay, we have stuff. So a warning not to go after the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you're going to Well, well no okay, game. not only a warning against going the thing, yeah. but the insinuation that yeah. it's already in your head. Yeah. It's not actually a thing. Okay. It's a shared hallucination. Okay. Uh, and you're probably just going to make it worse by thinking about it. Damn it. All right. Uh, well, if, that ha- <laughs> if that's the case, it'll pop up sooner or later. We don't have to go looking for it, so uh, just in a circle, thinking really hard until. Yeah, <laughs> let's just go after the Masons. Uh, <laughs> those guys are jerks. Uh, wow! Wow! <laughs> on the- I'm just assuming because they were mentioned in the crazy person's letters. You're sorry. gonna get us all killed. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Yeah. So so yeah. What's what's your plan? Uh, so helping hands. I forgot is that in Kingsport. Helping hands and the Circle Right Lodge are both in Ipswich. 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 Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is near Kingsport. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, since since that was our s- the second thing we were interested in, um, <sighs> I say uh, well, if one uh, Tibbedale uh, could go undercover as a visitor. And ask around, uh, see what the mood is like uh, at the lodge, and certainly ask maybe some innocent questions about Cottrell, see if that turns up any interest. Just mm-hmm. like, uh, what was Cottrell's? He was a he had the chemical factory. Yes. Yeah. So maybe you could say, I'm a chemo- I'm a traveling salesman who's interested in chemicals. But what about this Cottrell guy? Is he worth doing business with? <laughs> uh, you know. All right. Yeah. That, I mean, and then that, and that that gives us something to look at to go to to. Uh, you see if that you know uh, reveals anything. If not, then we could one of us could you know join the Masons for realsies. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> uh, yes, right. uh, unless yeah. somebody else has a plan. Uh, well, no, that might be a good way to get in. That we, if not through the detective angle, we could probably see if somebody at Miskatonic is a member and then use them as a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you do typically. Well, it'd be fine to visit uh, if you want to get in. You do typically need a sponsor. Yeah. Um, are there anybody in the Armitage inquiry? Because uh, there was a bunch of professors. Right. Oh, God, yeah. Do we know any of them? Um, <laughs> yeah, don't some of you have them as, like, sources of stability? Who... Contacts and notes? Maybe. Yeah, do- I have Dr. Francis Morgan. Um, I have Dr. Charles Kensington. I got Warren Rice. Oh, uh, no, there he is. Professor Albert Wilmarth. Dr. Peasley. It's definitely not Peasley or Wilmar. Um, well, trying to get what? into a, a Masonic lodge as women might be difficult anyway. Yeah, 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 well, Kensington technically is part of it. Daddy is just a uh, professor of anthropology, <laughs> so he's. Well, he could be a Mason. Well, I was saying he was disconnected from the Armitage. Oh. Uh, well, let's let's introduce still be all. fine. Yeah. Uh, so, once get, who are your two? Then? Dr. Francis Sorry. Morgan. Okay. And Warren Rice. Uh, yeah, it's Morgan. Um, he yeah. actually is a member of the uh, local lodge in in uh, Arkham, of oh, course. Okay. But, episode, yeah. but, I mean, there's... Yeah. They all go Traveling on. Yeah. Chapters, so. that's, that's certainly... He, he wouldn't have to be sponsored in. Yeah. Uh, but you would have to... I mean, you would have to rise... Well, you do know from the little bit they release to uh, the public that... Master Mason is the third rank, so you would have to spend several months, maybe even as much as a year, 
Oh, yeah. It's raising a, to that rank where you to try to legitimately gain access yeah. to the Circle Right Lodge. Does the hyperspace gate through go through time and space? It might go through time. I don't think it'll, it would help us in that group. location. Uh, <laughs> you don't know, leave, you haven't tried it yet yeah. Leave Thibodeau on the slow path and the rest of us jump <laughs> yeah. Sorry how much, how much stability do you want to burn See, testing us out? <laughs> Sorry <geez. laughs> uh, Yeah, but first why don't we just have him Just scout out the uh, uh, Mason Lodge there and see what uh, You know See if there's anything weird going on And see if what they say about Petrell Okay. So, and we could be nearby, you know, in case you have to shoot your way out, (laughs) (laughs) which hasn't happened yet. No, yet. We also just do. Bill keeps kind of like dangling it, just waiting, waiting for me to hang myself with (laughs) with my own rope. I also said, like you you know, from what you know, you could probably pass it on to someone else if you wanted. Well, you have more social skills than, uh, like... Any of us? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of social skills, but I some. I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you could te- teach one of us uh, that, but... Um, yeah, but I, I think by by that logic, like, the only person better suited for this is... Yeah, the one that kind I'm of excluded. I'm, ex- I'm a girl. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but yeah. patriarchy and whatnot, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. No, that's right. Uh, but this is just like to scout it out. Like it's just one night. I'm traveling salesman. Yeah, no, no. I'm right. interested in chemicals. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I figured that'd be the first thing. Oh, and meanwhile, we actually we could just go around and switch, just do some research, like go to the library and see what the it's dig true. up the the newspaper records. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what they and like. we can look at the ha- Helping Hand Society there. Yeah, it's true. They're, maybe they're uh, using their charity as a front for their evil cult stuff. Assuming they're doing evil cult seems stuff. Seems likely they're doing evil cult stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're assuming, and we'll probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you mean. Well, with the name like the Helping Hand Society. Yeah. Yep. What do you mean? We are Who's helping. Hands? Okay, so Thibodeau is going to the Masons yeah. and everybody else. Uh, how big what's is the switch? What's, what's the time? Um, <coughs> sorry, it's. Is it inland or is it? It is slightly inland. Uh, it is north from Kingsport, uh, which is of course a kind of across the bay from Arkham. Yeah. Um, so while it's still relatively in a coastal area, it's beginning to be a bit more back in the trees. Uh, while it's larger than either Arkham or Kingsport, it's still not huge. I mean, you're not going to get any other. You're still like. You're 30 miles from Boston. Right. I mean, so, right. you know, the big city sort of holds the monopoly on the yeah. big city there, but mm-hmm. it's it's moderately sized. Okay. Why do you ask? Um, well, like, uh, so if it's about the same size as Arkham and stuff like that, they probably have their own historical society. Yes, they certainly do. Uh, uh, and a library. That nice young man who, uh, for some reason, took the bus to Innsmouth, uh, spent yeah. some time researching here. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it, it, oh, it is referencing there. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, so... Unless I'm getting it wrong, in which case... And there'd be know. a tavern, too. Does anybody have oral history? Mm, I have a whole point in it. Okay. That, well, you see, you could go... That's enough to... You could go to a restaurant or a tavern or something like that and, like, get the local gossip on 
uh, the Helping Hands and the Masons. Oh. What's your point? Do you say like, oh, are there any ghost stories or like legends about like weird shit going on? Okay. Yeah. Is there a tea room? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, do, you have, do you have? Is it just one point you have in oral history? Yes. I have one as well, so because do you, you take the tavern? Yeah, or she take I the tavern. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say I'm gonna go talk to the old biddies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I could go to the tavern. So I'll go to the historical society. Okay. Uh, and then you could go to the. One I'm of gonna go to the community hall and look at the uh, Helping Hand Society bulletins that I'm assuming are there. Because okay. They would be, and see like when they have meetings and maybe who the contact person is, etc. Or okay. volunteer sign-up sheets if they're doing a lot of medical mm-hmm. uh, assistance. With right. Children. Like it, or if they have an event coming up, that kind of stuff. You have the Gagan Memorial Children's <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> what? Dang um, that, oh, that was the helping just, tendrils of Mother Pyra. <laughs> Why does it look like a giant fish? <laughs> <laughs> Reasons. Yeah, fine. Okay, uh, wow, so we are totes split up on this, so, yep. okay, that's Because <laughs> nothing bad's happened yet, so we're, right. we're safe, right? Well, it's daylight. Yeah. It's I'm going in daylight. So, I have a hyperspace historical gate. society, tavern, tea room, community, community center, masons. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yep, make it easy on you, Bill. Yeah. Well, Easier right. to kill us. Just so. take it one at a time. So, Jason, to actually run the gambit, um, with just your general knowledge of the occult, uh, you certainly, you know, know of what, what level of, you know, ritual you kind of need to pull off, but I'm going to need your point to know exactly what handshakes to make and, uh, exactly what time uh, in the conversation at which to ask, is there no aid for the widow's son? <laughs> All right. Burning my point. <laughs> okay. Uh, but with that, you uh, ingratiate yourself fairly quickly and uh, hanging around, you know, observing the uh, tracing boards on the wall and what have you, you see that, uh, <coughs> sorry, while, uh, while the main line of Masonic lodges take a certain, you know, somewhat Judeo-Christian uh, bent to their uh, particular, you know, modern mystery cult, version of things. <laughs> um, the Circle Rite Lodge actually apes what trappings are known of the Eleusinian Mysteries. Uh, meaning that uh, it's an inherently agricultural kind of outlook, which thinking about it, while uh, well, the, the farming territory of the, of the Northeast is poor in general, uh, Massachusetts maybe isn't so bad as a Vermont or a New Hampshire, so you kind of understand how that could go. And, um, <clears throat> pardon? Well, with that sort of theme, you understand why this, you know, more so, you're sort of curious why it is that they, they feel the need to, you know, be an appendant organization instead of just a regular Mason society, but you keep that to yourself because it's like most of the rest you've encountered. Uh, it's mostly a place for the men of the town, especially, you know, business figures and the like, to get together in a fraternal organization and have it be secret. And basically it's the ones whose wives won't let them drink in the house. <laughs> right. Um, and so you meet a collection of various worthies of the town. Um, amongst them, uh, the mayor, whose name is Herman May. Uh, he's in his late fifties, a short pear-shaped man with very weathered features. Um, 
And uh, yeah, he he asks you. Well, so what name do you give? Bill Collins. <laughs> Lionel Richie. I was thinking Michael Bustro. Billy Holiday. <laughs> well, that would make sense for the character's accidents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah gotta, gotta kind of keep, uh, keep your story straight. Yeah. yeah. Not even going to come close to assuming I'm spelling Bustro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the French. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> not not the people in general, just the language. Like, never, never one letter where four will do. Wow. Oh, yeah. you know, we just English lost respect. So Academy, Academy we here. <laughs> Jesus. Oh uh, yeah, who, who generally is uh, as all shucks as his uh, stature and uh, build would suggest. Um, He's, you know, certainly glad to hear anything about industry coming to the area. Uh, Uh, You know, introduces you to the president of the Chamber of Commerce, you know, the local physician of note and uh, lawyers, etc. But yeah, asks you uh, what business happens to have you in town visiting. Oh, you know, just... Chemicals, you know, I, uh, I tend to be, I tend to be dealing in, and with the chemical industry, you know, that's quite the, quite the booming. <laughs> Tonight I'm breaking back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chemicals. Why does your companion say bitch all the time? When there's not a dog in the room. <laughs> huh. In lieu of supporting, you know, various industrial ventures, you know, agricultures, you know. Definitely the way forward, but as as we've seen in the last few decades, you know, we can't stop the mighty progress of machinery in the warehouse. So, I try to find a way to to blend these two fields. Oh, so. yeah, fertilizer dealer then, <laughs> <laughs> and not just the samples in your briefcase. <laughs> but yeah, an evening of jocularity and all that is had, and uh, they You're do impressing them with four snifters of brandy and, yeah. <laughs> and five minutes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So largely, while, while it's not so much, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not so much a clue. Uh, you do ingratiate yourself with uh, the businessmen of the town, especially the mayor, who uh, would love to see you know something. New and exciting happen in what you take. I mean, he's a very excitable man, and you oh. get the feeling that like this is a fairly sleepy town to him. <laughs> but uh, we did mentioning chemicals, though. Uh, do you have? Pardon. Oral history? You do. I do have oral history. Well, you know, since you mentioned chemicals, uh, I would point you, yes, down the road to Kingsport. Uh, the Cottrell family down there has quite a plan. To, uh, you might be able to work out some sort of uh, organization with them. They they have occasionally, I mean, they're not members in good standing of this lodge, but they occasionally visit when they're uh, up in this area. So. Oh, indeed. Do you happen to know... Uh you know the type of materials that they are used to working with. You know who they who they tend to supply. <laughs> Chemicals. <laughs> he tells you. Uh huh. <laughs> it's accurate. I'm not going to make it up. Okay, but, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, largely uh, what you gain from this. Uh, 
well, I'll just put on the hat and say the mayor is relevant. Um, and so <laughs> okay. now if, if you need to talk to him later, uh, he will be happy to see you anytime you come by. Okay. Not um, in the lodge. Even. Was yeah. there a chance to spend since, world since I have, it Yeah, world? it's just oh, it's just oh, the zero point. Okay. Uh, you also, uh, I mean, from what you found out, there is some connection to the Catrells. While it's not extremely strong, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, essentially they have enough money that they sort of look the other way at them not being entirely, you know, members and jumping through all the hoops. But mm. they buy the good stuff when they come to visit. So, gotcha. Yeah. Can I also use oral history to kind of get a feel for, like, what this particular group's involved with around the town? Like, what kind, you know, like, what mm-hmm. they would obviously, you know, these kind t- of things tend to, like, support, you right. know, like, community like, efforts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there, yeah. You know, uh, they they kinda... tend to, while there are, you know, several that are active with, you know, the Boy Scout troop leader, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. Of um, course. <laughs> and various, uh, obviously, church building fundraisers, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, They tend to have a more local scope while uh, in talking about that, they say, you know, the larger charitable organization or the larger charitable drives do tend to be coordinated through the Helping Hands Society, what with their more, you know, national, uh, I lost my word, (laughs) their more national focus. Yeah, that's... Right. Is the Helping Hands a national organization as well? And this is just one chapter. Of yes. It? Oh, okay. Is there a chapter of the Helping Hands in Arkham? No. Okay. Just it. What? Yes. Okay. This is the nearest one. Uh, okay. Well, and through some subtle intimation, you realize that this is more the business leaders, the people that consider themselves more the real pillars of the community. The Helping mm-hmm. Hands, while they certainly don't look down on them, is more the staunchly middle class. Okay. portion uh so you know the circle right lodge isn't for that level but the helping hand society is great for that level of the community yeah, uh, it, yeah. They're, they're certainly doing some good in the world it's good that they are so these guys don't actually have any role in like the leadership or stuff so i couldn't like use mm-hmm. interrogation in the form of more tactical questioning kind of oh to no no they're to they're at arm's length okay from the helping hand. They're like, you guys are fine. Do your thing over there. We'll do our thing over here. Yeah. yeah. And maybe we'll let you have a float in the parade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there anything else I can glean out of this? Uh, that's pretty much going to sum it up. Then I'll, uh, then I will conclude my time at the Mason's Lodge by passing around a shot of, uh, Pure corn alcohol to all the to all the boys to <laughs> wish them on their way. Is this uh, is this the sort of chemical work you're in, there, Mike? Because uh, it's certainly with Volstead repealed and all that. Oh no, no, merely uh, an old family pastime. <laughs> ah, okay, I associated that more with the mountains than with the Delta, but A Kentucky pastime. Wherever it comes from, bottoms up. <laughs> Indeed. He made some friends. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Every <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty much your clue, is if you have you have an in with the mayor, should you need to talk to him again. Okay. Uh, non-linearity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. At the tea room. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, what, what kind of questions are you asking at the tea room? Um, well... 
I think what I'm asking about is um, I want to learn more about the Helping Hand Society um, because I'm thinking that perhaps Arkham could start a chapter of it. Oh, okay. um, and surely there's a sponsor or some, you know, like mm -hmm. people who uh, started this uh, Helping Hand Society. So I just want to learn more about the organization, uh -huh. um, who's in charge, what they do, just all that kind of thing. So if Arkham... If I can um, mm -hmm. drum up enough followers, I can help sponsor a chapter. Uh -huh. Well, okay. Uh, the person you would want to talk to uh, for that would be uh, Peter Merriam. Uh, he's a local lawyer here about town, but heads up the organization. Uh, tends to spend some portion of his evenings and weekends. It's sort of a, you know, personal cause of his. Okay. Yeah. Is he going to be anywhere near the tea room, or should I just try and talk to his wife? Hmm. That's a good or his question. mother. Well, no, they no. That's pretty much the direction they point you in. Okay. As far as that, he's actually unmarried, um, and just he's from other parts, uh, other parts of the state. Just landed here, just in the way the you know self-employed professionals do. What does he do? He's a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, filled in. Well, you know, he was uh, he was Henry Nugent's clerk twenty years ago and uh, passed the bar himself. And when Nugent himself passed on, he just took up his practice. Okay. So wait, he's been here for twenty years, or he has not been here for twenty years? He has. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's just single, and his family's not from around here. Uh, that's possibly why he's you know. So into the uh, helping hands. Yeah, okay. the helping hands is because he's here, you know, without family. While he does have a, a cadre of friends, uh, they tend to be other professionals. Well, you might even say that like the split tends to be more businessmen in the Masonic Lodge and professionals in the uh, Helping Hand Society. Okay. Okay. You seem quizzical. Well, I just... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to analyze. Sure. Uh, okay, so... There's a difference between the two groups. Would his office um, be easy to find? Certainly. Or, I mean... So we're seeing kind uh, of well, between... Well, of course, he normally stays pretty busy. He may be, uh, you know, in his office or at the courthouse or what have you. Uh, he tends to put in about an open hour a day at the Helping Hands building. Oh, they have their they, own building? Yes. Okay. They rent a uh, storefront. Oh, okay. So there might be like a secretary or something mm -hmm. over there who I could go speak to. Indeed. Um, all right. So I guess mm. I'll go over there. Um, and unless I heard anything of any interest in the tea room while I was talking uh, about yeah. <clears throat> If that's sort of your line of questioning... Um, well, you do find out that uh, Miriam has been trying to sort of make overtures. Uh, while, while there's certainly not any bad blood or anything between the Mason's Lodge and uh, the Helping Hand Society, they just tended to occupy different, you know, fragments uh, 
Dif- different, uh, what would you say? Sphere. Demographics. I don't mm-hmm. know. That seems like a horribly advanced word. Very scientific. Social but, spheres. Uh, yeah, social spheres, mm-hmm. even. Uh, but he's been making overtures to try to create a greater spirit of cooperation. Oh, so he kind of wants to be a part of the... That's what um, you get, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, well, we'll come back around on that over to the tavern. Okay. What are you seeking after? Um, mainly, I'm kind of saying, uh, who is occupying the tavern here? Um, drunks? So, <laughs> well, I've been looking at that. Are Day we looking drinkers. at more high-class drunks, middle-level, um, middle-class drunks, or... Middle low? middle to lower. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, your your farm hands, well, dock those that have such collar. a yeah. Well, you're inland, so you don't have dock workers per se. Okay, but yeah, very very blue collar or river workers, I guess. Probably yeah, would be farm hands after there. So um, teamsters. Yeah. So yeah, what I would probably be looking around to is seeing what's coming up, at least on the local rumor mill. So, um, or just the general gossip of people talking after hours to see what their bosses are up to, what might be happening what might have slipped between the higher the white collars when they didn't think somebody sure. one of the lowers were, weren't listening uh the biggest news among them is that uh the town festival is coming up hmm. uh just sort of a general you know general pageantry uh celebration of the local spirit and all that they tend to uh you know well the aforementioned parade and all that and but, the lottery. Uh, yeah Oh, oh! <laughs> wow, that got dark really fast. In a Cthulhu game, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll actually start asking questions. Just what? Uh, it's like what's going on. I'm obviously an out of towner, so right. Just well, and this being the. Uh, Let's see. If it's 1930, uh, we'll stick a fork in it and say, uh, this being the, you know, the bicentennial of the town's organization and all that, they're actually the historical society and and the mayor are getting together to throw some big thing with what? Uh I'm at the historical society. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm coming together. Yeah. (laughs) Are uh, apparently throwing... Getting together a big display on the town's history uh, okay. and all the documents, you know, all the documents, historical documents of the town. Yes, um, old man Updike's collection. Old, old man Updike's books are about rabbits. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, he was uh, just well for many many years was the oldest resident of the town, and while he kept rather to himself. Uh, nobody had much interaction with him. To be honest, while he was alive, uh, he was, you know, held quite at arm's length, tended to be a bit of a hermit, uh, was rather ill-regarded. Uh, it turns out he was something of a writer and donated all his papers to the Historical Society in, in his will. Hey, is that the man should be burned down? My sir. No. Okay, sorry. I was just... That was that was in Arkham. In Arkham. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking that was outside. Sorry. That's um, <laughs> long. Okay. So, oh, it's like what? Do you know what writings? He, uh, what uh, what particular discipline of writing he came from? The so? stevedore you're talking to finishes his drink and says, "Do I look like much for one from all the old papers?" 
for going to the <laughs> historical society. Uh, spend my after spend my Sunday afternoons that way. Oh snap! <laughs> it's a very sassy uh, Theodore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my eyes so my apologies. I, I just my my general curiosity. I I deal in books oh, here. Let yeah. me pay for the next round. So <laughs> that gets you back in their good graces. So, How uh, dare you insinuate I like a woman? <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, but so, uh, but otherwise, just out of generally being a hermit, was there anything of note, or and I can't, what would a spend of one or oral history get me on that? So, uh, nothing out of the spend. Well, actually. Um, what dark secrets did he hold? You're not can, any fish people. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you want to spend an oral history point, uh, the conversation kind of drifts from that. Uh, okay. One, he was rather kind of a hermit and a recluse. Uh, two, he did die fifty years ago, so it's been in the town's collection for a long time. Okay. It's just taken this long to sort of you know, correlated all into something meaningful as regards the history of the town and all that. And so this will be its first major display. Hmm. Uh, the historical society is largely, you know, manned by volunteers. And so they've had to work at it pretty hard. But uh, you can take a three-point pool forward um, okay. for anything that you can convince me, general abilities, dealing with the history of Ipswich. Okay. So, you know, this building has a rotten basement? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that's the sort of thing. Yeah, I, I will ask you to narrate to me how it applies. Okay. Um, so. so, Melissa, you were going to Prepared the... this old man McGucket at the shotgun are here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in the community hall, yeah, you see various uh, posters. Gobblewalker. What do I see? For various uh, charitable and social events uh, put on by, you know... The Mason's Lodge and the local ladies chapter of the Eastern Star and uh, the Helping Hands are putting on, you know, what have you, bake sales and spaghetti feeds. and Actually, I guess if it's Massachusetts, it'd probably be more of a clam bake. <laughs> <laughs> there um, might be spaghetti stuff. Yeah, well, you know, it's the 30s. Italian food is a novelty, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so anything uh, with someone's name on it? Um, like you act, you also, like, this Peter Merriam fellow must be a real stemwinder in this organization because it's his name yeah, that's on most names. of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you get the feeling that everyone else that's involved contributes and all that, but he does a lot of the organization work. And so his name is on it, but it also says, you know, call between the hours for further information, call between the hours of six and seven, uh, any evening of the week, any weekday evening. All right. Like calls and show up or phone call? Um, well, there's not a phone number listed, so you assume it means in person. Okay. Is there an address? Yes. Is it the storefront? Yes. yes. Okay. Historical yeah. Society. Okay. Yay! Yay! Yay. Um, <clears throat> Give me all your food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you realize that while it's the 30s and retirement isn't so much a thing, there are, you know, moneyed enough people that eventually they... Yeah. And what what the ones that don't have money management and, you know, uh, being cruel to their servants, uh, 
do is they man the historical society. So an old man named Godwin Halsey uh, greets you. You realize you're quite likely the first face he's seen all week (laughs) while he's uh, being the docent here. And so he warmly pumps your hand and says, Well, I don't recognize you. I assume you're not from around... Uh, these parts, not a local so much. What what interests you in Ipswich? Uh, well, I'll, I'll just be honest. Yeah, uh, screw it. Uh, what could possibly uh, go wrong? Um, uh, my name is uh, Doctor Eric Banyan. I'm from Miskatonic University. Just you know, oh, it's, um, yeah. Uh, the, the research uh, uh, personal project. Uh, wanted to uh, dig around your files. Oh, yeah. well, maybe I can direct you a little bit on on what topic. Um, more of an ethnographic study. Uh, uh, so, um, talking about, uh, let's see, uh, one, your local, uh, service groups, like the, uh, the Helping Hands, uh, and, uh, their charitable works, you know, oh, uh, yes. um, and seeing, like, where they've, uh, what kind of things they've done, what kind of effect it's had over the years. Oh, well, uh, yes, I, I believe you'll find a, a number of newspaper articles that are, that are relevant to that. I'll, uh, show you down to the files. Yes, but, um, you know, I have a lot of friends who are, uh, interested in these kind of, so is there anything interesting going on in the town recently? Well, of course, we're gearing up for the, uh, you know, town festival. Oh. A dump of what you've previously heard. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Huh? Festival? How many days? Uh, soon. Um, <laughs> Dramatically soon? Yeah. Let's say 10 days away. Uh, it's middle of the week, and okay. it's going to be not the coming weekend, but the following. Okay. Interesting. Very Oh, I might mm-hmm. be able to... Oh, that could be a good paper. Uh, if it's your bicentennial. Oh, yes. So, um... Okay, so rereading document two, uh-huh. uh, one thing that I'm interested about, they, they mentioned the Helping Hand Service Group has been taken over. Uh, the salesman claims to have appeared accidentally into a meeting held in a barn uh, where a hobo was let in shackled and bleeding. Uh, so this implies that they have a barn in which they, you know, kill hobos. <laughs> uh, so, murder in barn. Yeah, hobo <laughs> murder. So, uh, looking at the activities of the Helping Hands group mm-hmm. to see what kind of holdings they have uh, or charitable things they've done in the past, especially to rural uh, properties. Okay. Uh, see if, like, oh, like how long ago have how long how long have they been around? Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, you have library use. Yes. So should I spend a point? Um, no. Okay. You're fine. Um, I will fondle all the clues. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you do. Apart from Peter Merriam, uh, yeah. one of the other major uh, activists, for lack of a better word, in the Helping Hand Society, is a farmer named uh, Giles Conrad. Giles Conrad. All right. <laughs> hey, I have that name written down. Ooh, we should correlate our contents. Do? I don't. I don't know what it means, but. Maybe that was from Oops. a previous chapter. Yeah, did you I guess it? I didn't check off that name. Strike that, reverse it. It's not. Um, it is Dalton Tufts. <laughs> that's a good. That's I'm a better sorry, farmer I, I name call. anyway. <laughs> Tufts, you say? Tufts, like T U F F. T U F T U F T S, as in the universe. Like a tuft of hair. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Uh, that is interesting. So we, I can look up to see where yeah. he, you just like uh, yeah. you relatively <laughs> easily yeah. uh, find. Well, actually, that wouldn't be here in the historical society. Um, Town hall. Yeah. 
<laughs> you would oh, have wow. to. Uh, that's a that's a thing. Oh. Uh, so that's the place we can look if we can mm-hmm. see if there is a see if he does have a barn in which hobos are murdered. Uh, that would be pretty good. Should be clearly labeled on the map. It's in document two. It's literally in document two. <laughs> uh, it, it, they said that like he saw them murder, and it was described as a hobo. Um, <laughs> So that's a good clue. Um, mm-hmm. And then just... Um, so it says that they're reading up. So yeah, we're basically looking to see right. if they have so, any yeah. occult history. So just, yeah, just look through their history, see if they have anything weird going on with them. Uh, any unexplained events or any sort of suspicious kind of charities. like uh, And yeah, that kind of thing. Not particularly. Uh, It has, you know, obviously, well, they don't, the structure of the Helping Hand Society nationally is not such that they kick their monies up to the mothership that then makes donations. It's rather driven more locally from the chapter level. And so there's a couple of, you know, human interest type newspaper pieces where they write big foam checks to the March of Dimes and what have you. But that's Uh, most of the nature of what's... How long are they going to uh, about 50 years. 50 years, okay. Uh, okay, so nothing too suspicious on that end. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything about the Bicentennial? Or the, um, oh, do I, I got that Herman's name, right? Um, yes, whatever. What was uh, Herman's Victor name? Victor Updike. Victor Updike? Victor Updike. And so, what did Victor Updike, uh, write about? Since it was <coughs> writings, uh, as per your earlier thing, are here. You try to pin me down, Ross? I am. Uh, we will liquefy that and drink it in mate. King me. <laughs> Yahtzee. Archie. Go fish. Old man. Uno. Uno. Thank Uno. you. That's the best one. <laughs> you triggered my trap card. <laughs> you activated my trap. Why is that so funny? <laughs> I think I'm gonna need a second. Uh, but yeah, I want to see what he's writing about, yeah. or at least uh, talk to this dude and find out. Oh, what did this old hermit write about? What mm-hmm. are his writings all? Okay. okay. Um, what is it about the cosmos? Yes. Sorry. Billions and, and billions. billions. <laughs> no, wait, wrong cosmos. Yeah. Um. No, it more has to do with, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, considered himself a, uh, well, you're in the Northeast, uh, yeah. you're actually above New York, but he was a spiritualist of some degree, talking, uh, apparently a minor correspondent of, uh, Lester Crowley and the like. Yeah. Uh, writing books about, you know, the theoretical practice of magic and what oh, all that would be. That's another of my interests. Yeah. <laughs> Did you read all that? Um, give, it, give me. Yeah, well, you have architecture. Yeah. <clears throat> so you happen to notice from the outside footprint of the building, uh, well, it's a little hard to tell once you go down into the archive that is the basement. Yeah. Uh, but there's 
something. They must have another repository here because the basement doesn't account for all the square footage and the way it's laid out. Ooh. There's a space where an outer wall would continue. Ooh. Secret space. Yeah. Secret space. Eric Banyan. Yes, yeah. uh, Nobody built them like this, Banyan. <laughs> you're not there. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, uh, I am here for a Ghostbuster. Uh, that, but the, the uh, person there doesn't mention anything about that, right? No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I will take that note, but first <laughs> I, I want to read. I don't want to piss him off yet. Uh, show me where your secret space is. Uh, <laughs> What's a little form? What brick do yeah. I push? It's the 30s. They didn't have that kind of indie window yet. Um, the That was all they had. <laughs> they didn't right. have that, so she's going Counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a little sly yourself, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, can I read uh, Mr. Updike's work? Uh, you did. Oh, okay, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. that's pretty much it. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, it's, you know... Uh, Professor, like yourself, recognizes it as uh, run-of-the-mill you know. spiritualism. Yeah, okay. Claptrap. Yeah. Uh, no, no local it. names. No other people are mentioned. No, no other leads. Uh, no. I mean, okay. he was a pretty well-known hermit. Uh, okay. Yeah, it does. He's a hermit. <laughs> no. If he's a red hair, if it's a red hair, it's a red hair. But if there's no leads from it, there's no leads. There's, there's no. Well, you got the lead from it. That, oh, they talked to Alistair Crowley. No. Okay. The, the, There's a secret room. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the right. I thought that was an addition to the writing. Okay. okay. No. All right. Um, yeah, the main okay. thing you, you glean is he was, you know, yeah, studying modern magic and esoterica. Okay. Uh, seems to be particularly focused on alchemy. Okay. Ooh. Um, can I tell from being in the basement to get an idea of where the entrance to the secret... Does it... Okay, one question. Is it, like, walled off? Or, um, is it... Do I, does it look like there is a secret door there? Or is it possible to tell? Huh. Like, it does... One, uh, oh, like, I can tell if it's been used recently, if there's any dust along that far wall, right? Like, is it dusty and unused, or... Like, right. Or conversely, is it non-dusty in a place where it should be? Right. Um, like, do they? Is it like? Do they put a bunch of stuff boxes back there? Like, that's the far corner. That's where the storage is. That's where nobody goes. It's <coughs> away from the uh, uh, stairs. If you want to find it right now, yeah, uh, it'll be an architecture spend. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if I want to find it right now because I don't want to necessarily alert because we can always break in and enter because that's a great idea. Do you remember okay. what happened uh, the last time we did that? You stopped bringing up logical points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you find anything in the tomes about a three-headed dog? Uh, no. Okay, then. <laughs> then we're fine. So, uh, the long and short of it being It did say something about a three-dog dog. When I you're can't here yeah. with an architecture spend, you can gain access. Um... Well, that's the thing. Is like, uh, well, is that guy? That guy's going to be noticed if I do something like that, right. probably, unless mm-hmm. somebody's with me to distract him. Yep. So that so, is right. So we will come back. <laughs> oh, I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell me. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does it look like? Um, is the basement totally underground, or is there like a little? Uh, uh, are there little uh, windows? Like. Uh, yeah, so. there are like you know. Those Half-window. little reinforced wall yeah. things, yeah. There's but none that. It's but not, I, I it's count not the number of windows. White below ground. Okay. Um, I count the number to make sure that the all the windows are, uh, like the ones that, <clears throat> the windows that I can see in the basement, and mm-hmm. then count them up on the surface to see if there's like 
more windows that I can see from above ground. Okay. Uh, there are, from the exterior, there are four windows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of them barred. Mm-hmm. Um, spaced roughly, I mean, it's a roughly rectangular building, so there's two on each long side. Sure. You know, trisecting it into thirds. Yeah. Evenly spaced, basically. Uh, down below, you uh, only counted three. Okay, so there's one uh, that is uh, along like the far left wall, or right? Yeah, yeah. With okay. you, you have architecture, so it's yeah. not hard for you to figure out. Oh, this must be the one. Okay, but it's quite securely barred. Uh, okay, but that that's a crowbar or something like that. That's true. If we want to go that way, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's an option. Yeah. It, so, it, it is an I, option. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> We will, you, I will you, meet with the rest of the group and we will yeah. discuss our options. Yeah, Can I mean, we liquefy I mean, the bars the, and see what they've I'm seen? I'm not going full <laughs> PC murder hobo yet. The, the meta level here yeah. is, yeah, yeah, you can't discern it completely right now yeah, without yeah. causing a disturbance. Yes. That, I, and so not, you can either cause a disturbance back or up. come back later. I will get back Okay. Up. I'm not going to just uh, charge it. Unlike some players. So you There's all a guy are, shooting us. I'll charge him. <laughs> so you all are going to get Anyways. together and... Yeah. I, I assume hive mind all your information. Yes, at, okay. the, at the motel, folks, slash hotel. Yeah. Um, the inn. The inn. Yeah. All right. So it's on the square. Um, do we have time to do that before talking to Merriman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All things considered, uh, forget that. Like at this point, you're all of well. You all have the backing of the Armitage Inquiry, so yeah, this can be a weekday, and those of you with, well, let's see, investigating, so, so there's only one of you with really a normal job, and yeah, you're, you're fine. I'm fine. Uh, the, uh, is it Peasley's that you're yeah. good with? Yeah, they're vouching for you. I'm on So if I can have somebody running my store. Or... or you're an antiquarian. You're out buying antiques. Nah. If you disappear for a Closed. few days. Okay. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, well, not nobody cares, but like if somebody... It's normal. You yeah. are loved. Wow. That's what Ross was saying. See if I make you crazy oil. Don't you have a wife? Just like bring up your wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, the street! Bring crazy adventures. <laughs> no, I mean like mention her. <laughs> Come here, buddy. Right. Prove that I'm so, not a miserable person. I found two leads. Behold, I am loved. Uh, one is a, so. Back to the plot. Sorry. Um, yes. Right. So I found two leads. Yeah, I feel are actually. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, one is uh, one of the helping hand members has a farm. And the document mentions that they kill people on a farm. Dalton Tufts. Uh, yes, Dalton mm-hmm. Tufts. So we could always look into him more carefully uh, and see if he has anything. In fact, we probably should just because we can just go to the town hall and dig up his records. Um, and then the second thing is that the uh, historical society has a room that is in their basement that is uh, not accessible or not apparent. A hidden room. Uh, it's either been walled off or it's a secret door or something like that. Um, so, but I could not figure out a way in without attracting the attention of the person there. So I did not feel like testing my luck because who knows what could be there. It could be nothing or it could be something horrible. Uh, so if we would have to go there and either, uh, there's a window we could access it, but it's barred. So we'd have to, 
you know, well, I may, those bars. Well, I may be able to provide you with the appropriate cover since uh, you did mention... You just have to distract the clerk. You well, just have to keep him from, you know, watching me. Well, I think I might have a good way, enough way to do that since it, we have been talking about the town festival uh, that will be presenting... Um, what was Updike's first name again? Victor. Victor Updike's papers. Uh, I could... <clears throat> That's like I could be an I could go to there and say that I would like to um, I am re- at least researching for another anthology and would like to take a look at the uh, documents and provide enough of a distraction while you oh, yeah. access yeah, the door. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, did any of you find any leads that were really good? Yeah, um, Peter Merriam is the basically the, head. the leader spearhead of the uh, Helping Hand Society, and okay. we can go talk to him from <coughs> six, six to seven at his storefront, and um, I can pose as a uh, person interested in starting the Arkham Society okay. chapter of that organization and learn basically as much as possible about what they do and okay. how they do it. And um, yeah, see if anything twinges. Uh, we don't. Uh, Yep, see what he has to say, see if there's anything unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently he's very interested in uh, climbing the, uh, or at least the society climbing the ladder into the Masonic Lodge, so it might be interesting to him as a person with a lot of social connections. Okay. But I am interested in his society. Um, so we don't know what they're up to or what they're doing, other than they might be, you know, a cult. So how do we <laughs> uh, figure that out? Um if they're a cult or not. Um, we could mention Updike's letters uh, or, and see what he has to say about Aleister Crowley and see what not. You know, he might be like, I don't know who that is. Or like, oh, that amateur? <laughs> you know, something <laughs> really suspicious like that. So Start might... casting the real spells. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so maybe mention that and the bicentennial, uh, bicentennial and see if that draws his interest. Um you know, because we, we don't want to alert them to our presence that we're looking into them because they might be a cult. Because then we'll be in the hobo murdering barn <laughs> and they'll rename it to the <laughs> Snoop, uh, inter, you know. The, the slaughter of Snoops. Snoops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Snoop slaughter of Snoops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Scooby-Doo Memorial Bar. <laughs> the Mystery Inc. Memorial Bar. Yeah. Uh, so... Are there any other um, leads that were really good? The well, the mayor's uh, involved in a lot of this, so okay. you know, kind of the bureaucracy of the towns. So if we need his help, or you can figure it. Well, I, 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 he's friendly with my with my little persona, but okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how helpful he could be, but maybe we could maybe pick something from him. And uh, the controls are are connected here. Vis-a-vis affluency. Okay. They just, but they're not really tied. Close. No, not, okay. too, not too big of a deal. And from what we can figure out, the Masons are... Cottrell's not connected with the Helping Hands, because the Helping no. Hands are lower class. Yeah, the Masons want nothing to do with right. well. They think they're sweet and all. But right, like, right. But yeah, certainly not. Okay. In terms of... Oh, the same class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Okay. So why don't we, Violet, you go to your meeting with... Uh, Peter Miriam or Mr. Miriam yeah Helen are you going to come with me Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, after that or during that uh, if the town hall is still open uh, I can go over and 
mm-hmm. dig up stuff on the Tufts farm, saying, "Oh, I want to research nature in that area. Give me all your records." Okay. Uh, and then the Masons are involved in agriculture, so maybe there might be some ties there. Might be looking for that. Possibly. It seems their their oh, yeah. cult is more agricultural based. We're assuming these are, you know, since well, they, they have no connections. They're two separate. Cults, okay, and so. and just to clarify, like a lot of the symbology right. is is a lot more agricultural. The Eleusinian mysteries, in case you didn't know, uh, were a uh, were a Demeter cult. Uh, mm-hmm. They went through the whole like Persephone myth cycle. Was their whole thing. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> So while there is a certain tie to the local agriculture, uh, it's just as much in, you know, instead of using Mason's tools, we use a plowshare. Got it. In our, yeah. Um, yeah, that that's certainly an option, but um, the, the, the document focuses on the helping hands. You mm-hmm. mentioned the helping hands. Mm-hmm. At least two or three chapters had given themselves over to murder and sacrifice. Um, so... Uh, yeah, but we're assuming this document is accurate, so maybe he got some details wrong, so. He never mentioned why the salesman who saw this was at the barn in the first place. Uh, which is a good question. Uh, there is the, I do realize that we could, like, they mentioned the brochures and stuff like that, um, so that it might be possible to find out who the salesman is. Uh, and talk to him. Mm-hmm. It, it is even the same thing. That the, would likely be back in Arkham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's if this turns out to be. We, we already jumped back on a little bit. Um, but yeah, let's see what uh, they have to say. Um, okay. The main thing, yeah, don't push it too much. Oh no, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to learn more information yeah. for the uh, possible guilt, the possible helping hands. Yeah. Right. That we want to start in the Arkham chapter. Arkham. Yeah, so I'll yeah. go to the town hall while they're doing that. Okay. I'll act as backup. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you could be. Yeah, you, you can could go come along with us with and name drop group. the mayor. If he's wanting to get in good with the Masons. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that would Yeah. Work. Okay. That might also mean I need to, like, play act, though. You know? Because if he's like, oh, hey, this cop is <clears> telling me you. How does this cop know about that? Oh, <laughs> well, so. so you'll still Keep be here. Uh, I'll still have to be, yeah. Yeah, Michael Bustro. Uh. Okay, I think you're just that. <laughs> Imagining you in like a a department store houndstooth suit. Oh, see, I like, was imagining him in Colonel Sanders' suit. <laughs> no. No. One, way too far north for that to be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for climatological reasons as well as sociological ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's some reverse carpet bagging, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, like, not to do my own horn, but can we log that as one of the, like, RPR, RPPR operation names? Like, right? Reverse maybe, carpet bagging. Yeah. Like, not as far up there, maybe, as Black Dolphin. Yeah. But, like, I think reverse carpet bagging is, All right, is that, pretty that, good. That will be our next, uh, here, Brain uh, Operation reverse carpet bagger. <laughs> oh, and the double Hamlet. Oh, yeah. Double yeah. Hamlet. The double Hamlet. <laughs> okay. Well, you can certainly do that. Um, let's do town hall first. Uh, the okay. records office. Uh, fortunately, 
Uh, this is a relatively, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're open a little late, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, I know it's still a question, I guess, more... Would it be interpersonal or general that I could spend a point of bureaucracy to just tie him up in endless boring re- boring rhetoric about uh, the works of Victor Updike? Well, we're at the town hall, not the historical society. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Different wrong. place. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you certainly could, <laughs> but, but I'm not sure why. Yeah. <laughs> it's a habit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just practice. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, no particular difficulty uh, to get in there. I mean, it's a public building yeah. and all that, and uh, one or both of you have library use, right? Yes. So. Uh, you find the location of the farm relatively easily. Okay. Uh, you find some land plats and you know drawings of the general layout. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to try to find? Um, let's see. So we have the idea. I mean, he does have a bar, right? Um, well, you wouldn't find that from a land plat. Okay. Um, oh, he doesn't have uh, tax records or anything like that. Well, uh, well, there's certainly you know. <clears throat> Tax and imp- uh, tax records that define the improvements. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he has a barn. Okay. You're not sure where on his property it is, though. And well, it's a barn. Hopefully, it's visible. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's just a couple hundred acres. Okay. Well, it's not a lot to visually search. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has a barn. Yeah. Yeah, you know he has a barn. Yeah. Uh, that's all you need to know he has a barn. Okay. Uh, oh, what yeah, kind? Of, well, uh, is there anything about what, like, what he farms there? Uh, blood. Tears. For the blood god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we got it! <laughs> Game over, cool. Hobo murders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I took a deduction for that last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, this one's easy. Well, of course, the 30s are a little early for, you know, too monocultural of farming. Well, he's definitely not subsistence. Uh, it's, you know, he dairies a little okay. bit. Massachusetts, not as well known as Vermont for dairies, but it's still sure. yeah, a thing that All happens. Right. So, you know, he probably raises a bit of his own silage and forage and what have you and right. probably puts out a truck patch. And, uh, you know, brings it into town to the farmer's market. Okay. Um, just wanting to know. Um, so. so, town hall. Uh, what else could we look up? Uh, oh, land. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, blueprints for the town, uh, historical society building? Yeah. Hmm. Blueprints. Interesting. Sure. Okay. Look at them. Okay. Uh, uh, they were built on a pre-existing foundation. Uh, okay. What was the pre-existing building? That's not in there. No. Okay. Well, not evidently. Um, when was it? When was this? Point of library use. You could probably find it. I'll spend it. Okay. All right. Uh, between that and yeah, your architecture, uh, mm. you can see that yeah. Um, Let's see. Well, actually... Hmm. Sorry, just puzzling at it for a minute. Okay. Um, you realize that uh, that land, while it never was particularly in his hands, given that uh, it was given for the historical society before he was the owner of record, was in uh, Victor Updike's family. Oh, they built it on his land. Okay. His yeah. property. So uh, which is... Let's say grandfather uh, donated to the town for the construction of a historical society. 
looking around <clears throat> that way then, you actually find the oddest thing uh, when you find the excavation records or uh, yeah, yeah it's yeah. probably too old to have blueprints of that okay. uh, from Fair building enough. inspection but you find that there's a subterranean door okay that corresponds roughly to the area you suspect the secret room to be a subterranean door to what well that wouldn't be on the blueprint oh there's so, no notes nope okay um would it be possible? I'm kind of glad I didn't go and look for that. <laughs> like, oh, that gave me to hell. Uh, I'll just close this. What do you know? Yeah. It's the unsound. Yeah. Um, um, where's my shaka? So, uh, <laughs> don't dare star, El Speaking of which, do they have. Uh, would that be here? Well, at there, did, or any kind of geological surveys, uh, kind of using the history of Ipswich uh, to mark whether there's like an underground uh, cavern system <clears throat> or a river system that was flowing through the town. Do you have geology? I don't, but I have history I have of geology. Ipswich. So if there might oh, be, a, oh, oh, I have a geology. Those are general uh, points. Not you have geology. I do have geology. I would okay. spend. Say, I also Should have I spend geology. geology? Uh, no, yeah. not there. Not there. Uh, looking hey, at that, that you, you correlate like some interesting things. Pretty, For one, uh, although yeah, you know New England in general has rather rocky subsoil, hence the you know not widely known for agriculture yeah. and all that. Um, that also tends to make it you know relatively stable. It doesn't have the problems that you know. Sorry, coffee burp. Uh, Deputy Thibodeau's you know native swampy area has. With things like graves settling and the like. At least it shouldn't, but there's a lot of reports in the graveyards of uh, having to... Grave settling. Yeah, what? grave settling. Minor tremors. There be ghouls. Which is interesting because this isn't a seismically active area. Somebody's yes. harvesting so a crop. So weird, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, Aren't you glad you didn't go down that door, Brian? the ice cream truck. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Boy! All right, so... We'll definitely take a lot of shotguns. Uh, so many shotguns. Um, it's great, one of them. So, okay, so we have a, we have a big lead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, does it have any indication of a pattern of like where these events happen? If you were to map them out, hmm. We do, you know, techniques that don't exist for decades. <laughs> Statistical analysis. Yeah. <laughs> um. We plot it all out with little thumbtacks. That would take a point of history. You do it, historian. Um, just general history, but we'll see. History. Okay. Other academics. Yeah. Fine. Reluctantly <laughs> keeping my point for a clue. I'm the one, I'm the geologist guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm the geologist. You're the geologist. <laughs> I think ah, I know more geology we'll than you will throw you into actually. the bay, then. <laughs> no, that's not the, that's not the way. You throw, I, I throw myself into the bay. That's how it works. There's um. <laughs> <laughs> something about it being records of graves settling uh, puts you on, to, well, you, you write down what years that work has to be done. It's municipal yeah. work, after all. 
uh, while the graveyards aren't municipal, the care is done, you know, mm-hmm. uh, municipally. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you get stuck on the word. You just <laughs> uh, but you decide, just for correlation's sake, to uh, pull obituary records. See how well they match up? Or... Yeah, and you realize it's usually about 50 years afterwards. A body seems to drop out of the bottom and just... Mm-hmm. Well, they don't exhume or anything. I mean, the grave just settled. There's really not a lot to do, but... Uh, they don't check and more see if the body's over. there? No. Well, there's there's a difference between a grave that's been disturbed and one that's just settled. One goes from underneath, you see? <laughs> oh, I see. Where the other looks like just disturbed ground, where the other, you know, the turf doesn't disrupt nearly as much. It's more of a so, divot in the it's yeah. done, so. And so they go in, they uh, very carefully take the turf loose, backfill with some, you know, fill dirt, and put the turf back on top, like you do. Like you do. Uh, okay, well, they're well, patient ghouls. Uh, well, it's so. called marinating. <laughs> oh... Uh, corpse view. Uh, so just a reminder. Uh, you anybody like at any time that one that suspects there of being something mythos related here yeah. can petition me to uh, spend a mythos point to help figure it out. That's cost a point of sanity, though. Uh, at least, yeah. So I just wanted you all to I remember. Have you have more. You know my you, level. You, Sick. You don't have to Get do it on right my now. Level. No, no, we, we can't keep that. This. Come on. Level. No, I'm not. You don't have to do it right yeah. now. I'm In not. Fact, rock, you paper, scissors, you. Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. I I I solemnly swear I will never put a core clue behind mythos. Yeah. Okay. So it's always just if you're for fun. Yeah. If you're willing you want an additional advantage. Yeah. Does anybody else have Cthulhu Mythos? It's under academics. Nope. (laughs) They haven't read the books. Yeah. Yeah, I have two. I have two. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm not with you though. Oh, we'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll tell you all about the corpses. How many how much Cthulhu Mythos do you have? I have three. I have five. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Why is this a debate? (laughs) What's your sanity? Six. Uh, Helen? Sanity is at seven. I'm going to tell you about Cthulhu Mythos. Yeah. (laughs) We have the best Cthulhu Mythos. (laughs) (laughs) Cthulhu Mythos is too much. Mine is too little. That's just right. Uh, At any rate. Uh, Uh, You don't have to do that right now. Yeah. You can think about that later. We go usually I will usually you should be able to at least get the edges of the thing without using it. That's more just the easy button. It just costs you more. Yeah, it's the spoiler button. Yeah. And and we might need that for spellcasting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This would not be a thing to use early and often. I just wanted yeah. you to remember it was there. I've got too much sanity. <laughs> okay, so... And <laughs> scene. Um, unless there was anything else you guys really wanted to dig in. I think that was probably quite yeah. a bit of work. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, over at the Helping Hand Society. Ding, ding. <laughs> okay, I... The door. <laughs> I ask, is there a secretary or something in the... Front, or is it just... Uh, she actually has already gone home for the day. Okay, uh, Peter's sitting at his desk, which is there in the storefront area. Okay. Um, 
doing some paperwork. Seth Nigram uh, Miriam, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's a heavy set man. Uh, wow, weird inflection. Heavy set man of medium height. Uh, <clears throat> a little striking, actually. You've never known someone to have a face so blotchy and so lined at the same time. Okay. Well, pay no to... attention to his blotchy, blotchy. lineedness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am just going to walk up to him and say, Are you um, Mr. Hello? Hello, are you Mr. Peter Merriam? Oh, yes, I happen to be. Um, hello, my name is Violet McKinney, and um, I am a uh, socialite in uh, Arkham. City would actually introduce themselves as a socialite. Yes, I mean, go Violet for does. It. <laughs> 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 okay, that's Sign what a socialite a would socialite. do. Fair, fair play to it's the It's like a real narcissist will tell you that they're a narcissist. Mm-hmm. That's what socialites do. <laughs> I am a socialite in Arkham, and um, I've heard such wonderful things about uh, your Helping Hand Society. Oh, and um, I was interested in possibly starting a chapter in Arkham, but I wanted to get. Get more information from you about how you started it, um, okay. what sort of works you do, just anything that you can tell me. He begins to explain the organization to you in general. Uh, he actually, while he's the leader of record, uh, he didn't start it so much. Oh, um, who did start it? By the way, I'm Helen. Oh, yeah. This is my uh, friend, Please, I'm sure. Helen. I'm she's the, the one nurse. that makes it happen. <laughs> That's not how you say it, though. <laughs> it's just implied. <laughs> well, uh, actually, uh, some locals uh, had, had some sort of interaction with another chapter somewhere else in the state, and uh, one of the few, uh, well, the uh, the national organization, such as it is, employs just a, a few people to help start. Uh, New chapters, and so a man... Well, no, I've used too many male names tonight. Uh, a lady named Thelma Prescott actually uh, formed the organization, helped to uh, form up the chapter initially, uh, but Where she, was Thelma from? Uh, Chicago, actually. Uh, that's where the national headquarters is, and right. what have you. Uh, such as it is, this is mostly a lo- local organization, but... Um, yeah. So anyway, what yeah, he's types more than, of work do you do? Um, oh, mostly, uh, well, I don't know if you're involved in any other charitable causes, but I find, we find for the most part that uh, even, well, that somewhat against the, uh, the stereotype of thrift one finds uh, attributed to most New Englanders, uh, if one... Simply makes the uh, the local population aware of the needs in the world. They, uh, out of just, I don't know, just good Christian charity, uh, open up their wallets and uh, and give. And so we conduct drives. We uh, hold events. You know, pie suppers and the, and the like, box dinners. Yes. I'm so impressed. And what exactly drew you to the Helping Hand Society? Well. Uh, a, a yeah. <laughs> well, the money I'm embezzling. <laughs> Wait, did I think that or something? <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> no. You're that thing where you talk um, out loud again. I, I came to the area as, as a law clerk first, uh, serving in, uh, well, serving. 
uh, employed in the late uh, Henry Nugent's practice, and uh, was just impressed by the uh, the works of the organization. I arrived at an interest myself, and uh, eventually, well, you know how way leads on to way, uh, found myself more or less in charge. Uh, as a, you know, self-employed professional, I find it just, I suppose, my own tendency. Was Thelma in charge until you took over, or was there a different leader? Um, we will know every little goddamn thing. We will look at this mystery by poking it at every single <laughs> angle before we dive into the exposition. Yeah. We'll still put certain running tires. That's there. weird. What you just said is weird. <laughs> <laughs> no one noticed. I noticed, but, but now it's recorded. I chose not Darn to it. say anything. Um, let's see here. Well, no, of course, Thelma originated it, oh, goodness, what, nearly 50 years ago? What, when Helping Hands got started? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was what I'd said previously. Yes, 50 right? years. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Wasn't that about the time that that old man died? I've heard people talking about it. <coughs> I suppose, but I don't see that how the two are related. <laughs> oh, was he ever involved in the Helping Hands that you know of? That old hermit? No. Oh. Uh, but a local man named Ian Welton uh, oversaw it for, goodness, perhaps, what would it be? Nearly... Nearly 40 years? Well, no. Uh, hmm. Mathematics. Uh, I'm a lawyer. I deal in words. Uh, <laughs> illusions, Michael. Wait, did Welkin do Did he Welton. do it for... Yeah, Welton... Uh, did he die around 50 years ago as well? So no. He, okay. Is he still alive? Uh, no. He sadly... Uh, well, <laughs> he, he uh, passed the reins of the organization such as they are on to me about 10 years ago. And... Uh, Oh, just died, I would say, five years ago or something of natural causes, uh, just in his sleep in his home. Have you visited his grave recently? You're not there. <laughs> hey, no, sorry to keep it. What uh, would you say are your greatest achievements, with, or the Helping Hand's greatest is, achievements? Is this a job interview? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm trying to start a chapter. Okay. Uh, he... Like a man enthused with his uh, avocation, rattles off a list to you. Uh, basically, they amount to big phone checks given to other organizations. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have plans for the future? Well, our immediate plans, of course, uh, deal with the uh, town celebration, the festival coming up, our participation there. You know, uh, public consciousness is so important to charitable works. Uh, beyond that, uh, we. Uh, let's see, continue to support the efforts to develop a, I may date this accidentally, polio vaccine. I think that was later than the 30s. It wasn't yeah. a thing yet. Let's all say yes. Well, so besides your In the grim, dark, alternate <laughs> timeline. <laughs> so besides your charitable endeavors, like most societies, is it a pretty thriving community of social interaction as well? Hmm. I mean, I'm not sure I quite follow your meaning. Well, I mean, are there, uh, like, you know, for the Masons, for instance, like, they have Hmm. gatherings for no particular purpose other than to socialize and build relationship between the members. Do you do the same kind of thing? 
Uh, to a certain degree, but we're we're less a social club and more a social aid organization. In fact, of late, I find myself a, a little lonesome for that sort of fraternity. I uh, am trying to make inroads. Hmm. Oh yeah, fifty-five. Wow, that's okay. Yeah. Cool. I oh FDR. That's why mm-hmm. I associate it with the thirties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, children with polio. Yeah. Again, this could be an alternate view, alternate timeline. So. Well, no, they're they're trying to support work yeah. towards okay, the cure, okay. so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure that's what the March of Dimes was about. For, as a polio. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm trying to worm my way in there myself. Hmm. Uh, it's hard to get sponsorship, though. I. Uh, well, we have a friend that just achieved it today. Oh, Isn't really? That hard. Maybe maybe we could introduce you to him. Oh, yes, yes, his name is Michael. <coughs> oh, yes. Wait, Michael, did you come with us? Hello. <laughs> no. oh, hello, strangers. Have you been standing here the entire time? <laughs> I forgot you were there. <laughs> Speak of the devil, it appears. Good job. Anyway, Peter, meet Michael. (laughs) Hello there. Good save. Oh, well, Bobby, he reaches out, shakes your hand with an incredibly (coughs) clammy grip. Mine blotched and clammy. What are you going to do? I ask him if he spends much time underground or is that too forward? <laughs> we don't, well. Yeah, are you a cave dweller? <laughs> How do we work that in? Are you a golem? Lunking a thing around here. So, <laughs> tell me. Precious. Do you like the taste of desiccated human are, flesh? Are you, when are you migrating to Mordor? <laughs> Are you like a visitor or are you uh, immigrating to the area as it were? Oh no, I'm just I'm just building, you know, business connections throughout the world. Ah, salesman, I understand. Trying to trying to progress, you know, the He's in chemicals. <laughs> One word. Plastics. It's <laughs> the next big thing, man, I tell you, I tell you. But uh, but yes, so you know, you know, I being a, a loyal member of the Mason Society, of course, I wanted to go and try and you know, start with my building business connections there, and uh, you know, Mayor May was you know quite quite open to really you know, quite a helpful fellow, quite well, a, quite a talkative chap, uh, especially I, uh, after the fifth snifter of brandy. <laughs> well, is that the way then? Well, 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 yes, I. Uh, I would appreciate any any aid you could lend me in trying to get in their good graces. I feel they may perhaps look down at me for associating with the, you know, general membership of, of this organization for so long. You know how it is in these small towns. I'm oh. not a native myself, so that may be part of it as well. Outsider. Yes, yes, of course. Hmm. So, is there anything further? Yeah. I think you survived the bus that I threw you on. <laughs> so that wasn't we... a bus. It was just, you know, a continuity gaff. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he was there. <laughs> no, I, I just... 
<laughs> Actually, I like I like the visual. Of you. Did Michael come or just, <laughs> just, oh, just <laughs> popping my head out from behind the door? Well, he was just sitting reading a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Melissa, actually, or Helen, I should say, yeah. uh, medicine leads you to notice something. Uh, when he actually he stood up uh, again, uh, he obviously stood when you all entered and greeted you, but you were further away. Now that you're up close, when he stood to uh, to shake uh, Michael or uh, Thibodeau's hand, uh, you noticed his other hand come above the... Uh, the level of his desk, where it, uh, it had been below before. And, well, you know, complete polydactility is something you'd heard of before. Sixth fingers aren't uh, an impossible thing. You haven't heard of ones that uh, are so prehensile on their own. That In English, please. Hmm? Yeah, six fingers. Yeah. And... Well, you, I mean, you know your physiognomy. The, the muscles of, of the far side of the hand tend to be weak. They don't have much interdependence. They don't typically move much on their own. His finger is very but, interdependent. Yeah. In fact, you would almost seem to think that it was looking at you. His uh, pinky finger? Yeah, make a stability <laughs> roll. I should say so. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, straight. Okay. Ooh, that freaks me out. Yep. Uh, you're gonna lose two. Um, <laughs> because you realize, well, you start to piece it. This is no. It's it's just not possible. Because when you look at him again now, the lines in his face and the blotchiness and. The way that finger probed at the air, it reminded you the most of an earthworm. And you're... Uh, you, you would like to leave now. Uh, so, she's clearly feeling unwell. Um, I thank Peter so much for all of his help. Um, and I will probably be in touch with him later. And see ya! <laughs> Earthworm man! What? Yeah. Yeah. You were actually, you just hit it over the head. I was like, uh, right at the beginning. It's like, hey, you know what this town's about to do? Uh, what do I know? Uh, he actually, Bill just told us outright what story this he's using. Uh, bits and pieces. It's bits not, and pieces. Yeah, it's right. not you are like familiar just that, yeah. but with these stories, that is. Yeah. Out of character. There's a story called The Festival. Uh, oh. <laughs> Aaron uh, just remembered it. Yeah. There's a... Uh, it in the town. And there's a reason why they burn wizard bodies. Uh, it may not be ghouls, guys. In fact... It's, oh, it's okay, so, so much more. So if you guys yeah. are going to know that in character, like that, somebody has to spend for it. Uh, yeah. So You owe first, so you go. I have the lowest sanity. Nobody has to. Actually, no, it would make sense for her to spend uh, this Cthulhu mythos. I just got freaked out by Earth. Yeah, but you realize what caused it. I feel like I should... The reason it freaked me out is because I knew it, right? I already know it, just on magic. I know, I'm being a coward. Yeah, okay. So, so here's the deal. I'll rock paper scissors with you. How about that? <laughs> yes. Just not there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. So. Better not. You, you, if you want to, you can you can explain what you think 
to the group. Guys, he's a worm. Well, <laughs> he's not a worm. He has a worm figure. He's the worm? He's no. inhabited by a worm? Well, He's a symbiotic relationship with a worm. Those lines in his face and the pattern worms. of blotches, it's almost like... He's a bag of worms. Yes. But, <laughs> if you don't spend, you're talking yourself out of it. There's no way that could actually be the thing. It's been an intense few weeks, and you just had a little hallucination. I need some rest. Yes, rest and water. And my or, other option? To spend a point. Eh? You could spend a point. Of what? Of Cthulhu Mythos. And know about the and Bag know. of Worms man? Yes. I'm doing it. I've okay. got two points. Guys, I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some bad news. Yeah. <laughs> that dude over there? Oh, it's a worm. Full of worms. He's just yeah. worms all the way down. You recall... Please don't slice him open. A certain gross. passage. Okay, you can read the passage. You get the passage. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Wisely, did oh, stories. Chicago say that happy is the, t- is the tomb where no wizard hath lain, and happy the town at night whose wizards are all ashes. For it is of old rumor that the soul of the devil bought hastes not from his charnel clay, but fats and instructs the very worm that gnaws, till out of corruption horrid life springs, and the dull scavengers of earth wax crafty and vex it, and swell monstrous to plague it. Great holes secretly are digged where earth's pores ought to suffice, and things that have learnt to walk that ought to crawl. Wait, is he old man Updike in a worm body? Well, I think the idea is that the worms eat Updike's body, and then the worms absorb his knowledge and become whatever well, simulacrum of the, with the well whatever it is. Yeah. It might be it might be him. It might be something totally. It might be worse. But it yeah, it got his wizard powers, and it's really it's not good. Mm-hmm. We should set it on fire immediately. I have an idea. He could be the pyre at the festival. <laughs> well, or we could. That's <laughs> true, yeah. depending on how that goes. Yeah, or hyperspace it to the moon. <gasps> <gasps> could we? <laughs> We've seen the, we've seen the moon. We know it's up there. <laughs> I have seen the moon. Send it to the moon. The moon. The moon. We just draw the gate on a big wall. Put him in a truck. Drive the truck into the wall, and then we get a telescope and look at the moon. How did the truck get on the moon? That's so weird. There's no wrong. There's no bad part of this plan, except for all of it. But uh, yeah. So, so we meet up. Yeah. All right. You exchange information. Did you mark off your point of sanity? No. <laughs> can, can we get any more information if we spend another easy button? Or <laughs> um, you can, but I'm not giving it to you right now. Does that include the sand loss, or does that happen later? Uh, both will happen later. You okay. can go ahead and mark off the point if you want now, and uh, okay. I will tell you. This might be helpful because, yeah, essentially, this is this is a. Re- a reading thing now. You're going to yeah. have to correlate more stuff, correlate more contents. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, okay, I will. Uh, uh, unless we just go to the subterranean door. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, which <coughs> sounds real dangerous. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Probably not a great idea. Yeah, I'm probably not a great idea. Yeah. Uh, we don't know where. Well, we assume that it. Okay, my assumption is that it leads to some sort of underground cave or tunnel or something like that that opens up somewhere else on the surface. Uh, now where they would be meeting 
So like you know, a secret passageway from the town to their uh, from Updike's house. Remember, it used to be Updike's house. So it goes from Updike's house to somewhere else. So maybe he was the property. one digging up all the bodies. Uh, Does Updike's property have a bond on it? No. Remember, the historical society building is built on where Updike's house, house was. I know, but does okay. his property have a barn on it anywhere? No, that uh, not now because it's in town, right? Right. Yeah. No. Okay. It wasn't farmland. Yeah, this is fifty years ago. Okay. Um, okay. No, it's not. It's, yeah. So it probably well, isn't he really was a connected. hermit, so I didn't know. Yeah. So well, he probably have... had a barn, but we wouldn't know where it is. So it, and it may not even be connected to the mystery uh, memorial. One can be a hermit and be in town. Yeah. Uh, yeah, crazy quarters, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, as we would call them today. Blue Radleys. Uh, Blue Radleys, yeah, thank you. Shut-ins, but, uh, uh, recluses. Uh, so we have Tufts Farm. Uh, mm-hmm. we can check that out. Um, we could, uh, what was the other one? two and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, nonetheless, I kind of would like the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Take the opportunity. Well, to, probably this is a good cutoff scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, yeah, we got um, a good like. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, the worm man. Yeah, they're technically called the worm worm that walks. Uh, if you want to be uh, not the walking worms. <laughs> yeah, that that thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, in yeah. the meanwhile, the carnival's yeah. coming to town next weekend. So. That should be fun. The a circus? circus. Is it a circus or is it a carnival? Uh, carnival, festival. circus, they tend to, yeah, the one festival? of the same. Uh, does it, are there, is there a freak show in it? Who are the performers? Is there a Vladimir Krotkin? You don't know, there are just flyers hanging up. You actually saw one easy, earlier in the community hall, I just forgot to mention it. Did I happen to stick it in my pocket? <laughs> sure. Hey guys, look at this. See the strong man, Vladimir whatever. Oh! <laughs> Uh, we can right. feed him to the workbox. Yep. box. So, uh, yeah, with with that, we'll adjourn it for tonight. I kind of sculpt out some more stuff. So, okay. questions, comments, etc. Oh, uh, that right, was good. a good way to uh, have that little, uh, aha, there's a supernatural thing. You <laughs> can't shoot it in the face right now. Because it would just explode into worms. Yeah. Yep. And then All reform. Over. That'd be really hard Great. to explain. You need to get a flamethrower. <laughs> Do flamethrowers exist yet? Yes, oh, yeah. they most certainly do. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get. We have matter of fact, that. that's one of the crazy weapons that does show up a bit in, okay. in Lovecraft. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's true. Flamethrowers uh, do show the up. The shut yeah. house. Yeah. 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 You're right. All right. Oh my gosh. We require uh, something to flame, oh, yeah, that's right. flame that onto worms. <laughs> yeah. No, we definitely need fire <laughs> for that. Um, although I'm still a proponent of the moon plant, the moonshot plan. Moonshot. Operation moonshot. You know what? Leaving things alive to come back and bite you in the ass sounds like a not good idea. We'll hear from the moon and we'll see. I'll be uh, if you know. You deserve worms. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we could be total jerks and like thirty years, you know, back in nineteen sixty-nine. So they walk on the moon and it's like, oh god, what's coming over the hill? (laughs) Oh god, we can totally inherit this. I've I've totally seen the thing. This is how that works. (laughs) What the thing? All of this is how you get. All of a sudden, yes. Misery Lou starts playing, and there's just a tidal wave of yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like it. Uh, yeah, right. Cool. <coughs> uh, we will look at this next time.